0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. This is episode 1045. Yes, 1045. We will be recapping, recapping, not capping, recapping the 2023 UVA Blue versus White Spring game. So without further ado, Let's go ahead and get this episode started. What up, what up, what up, though? Ballhawk show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ballhawk show. Yeah. If you know, you know. Hold up, we're going to switch it up. In honor of my man, Deshaun Perry, shout out to TJ2 official. The Guardian Angel are going to be that new intro music for the Ballhawk show for the duration of this year. So let's get it poppin'. What you do, HB? Oh no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dog, I can't believe you gone, yeah Everybody post a pic so I cut off my phone, so I believe my yeah phone. Your situation, just rub me, so wrong. Run me wrong Extra sips right out the mud, I keep my style on phone. Phone. phone And I find it hard to sleep at night <laughs> when, when them night. demons bite, demons be the day play. to my night yeah. See enemies through the sight, you taking flight or you fight I can you be doing? your knight to guide you to the light, yeah With my guardian angel, my guardian angel 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 Back to them high school days I was just into a great... Salute to my man TJ2Official Guardian Angel saluting uh, The late great Deshaun Perry If you wanna download, purchase It's available on Apple, iTunes and all your, all your major platforms, man. So make sure you support that TJ2 official, Guardian Angel, saluting and celebrating the life of Deshaun Perry, man. Salute to the Perry family. Um, salute to everybody, man. This We here. We here. We recapping UVA football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since November, we ain't had a chance to do this, but we doing it right now. The Blue White game took place on the 15th of April at Scott Stadium at 2 p.m it was just great seeing everybody return back to Scott stadium the the great tribute they had to our three young kings um that was taken away from us saluting them in the end zone close to the hill that was a great t- tribute and hopefully man that UVA strong tribute stays there for the remainder of the season uh can't promise everything we can't get everything that we want but that would definitely be dope if um at least the name stay on the border of the end zone. You know what I'm saying? We know they got the stick on the back of the helmet as well. But uh, definitely a dope tribute. And um, they never be forgotten, believe that. And it was great to see Mike Hollins on the field, man. It's like 150 days since it took place. And to see that young man competing at a high level, it just goes to show, man, that the, the good man upstairs, his work is unbelievable. Uh, So let's go ahead and recap this game Um, It was great to see fans in attendance Yesterday for that game And I just had the stats pulled up Where did they go? I just had the stats up here for y'all And my phone just conked out So let me get those back for y'all See if I can find those While I'm doing that Hope y'all doing well today Dang it I just had the stats up. Anyway, man, here's my thoughts until I get the stats back up. Oh, um, okay, here they go, here they go. So, if you want some quickie stats from yesterday, because um, I usually start my podcast off like that, salute to the sponsors, Able Insurance. Go to net for all your insurance needs, home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Able. If you want some Shut the Hell Up Juice merch, go to s t h u. Juice.store It switched It used to be .com But now I made a .store So S-T-H-U Juice.store Shout out to my man Tanner Cowley saw him yesterday He had to shut the hell up Juice shirt on Soothe him for that Um, But we're going to get some stats going First downs The blue team had 19 first downs The white team had 34 first downs Hold on Is this the whole game? Because I know, I know they have more rushing yards than this. Yeah, something look wrong right now with the yards. I'm going to go to individual, so I ain't going to do team because the individual yards don't look correct. All right, so we'll go individual. Uh, Mike Hollins for the blue team had 11 carries, 40 yards, one touchdown. Um GB 19, he had two carries for 42. X had 11 carries for 60 yards. Damn, I didn't realize X had that many yards looking at the game and even on film. Uh, Brown had six carries, 18 yards. Greasy for the white team. Grease, yo, he was running. 12 carries, 19 yards and a touchdown. Musket had four carries, 28 yards. Uh, PJ had two carries, 12 yards and... Lane Jr. Had one carry 35. We're going to talk about his touchdown, too. I'm going to break down what I saw in that touchdown. I ain't taking nothing away from him, but we're going to talk about that touchdown. Um, Passing Musket was very efficient. Only had three incompletions, 11 completions on 14 attempts, 140, is that 49? 49 yards, one touchdown. Raymond only had one attempt, and then Lane had two attempts. One completion, five yards I felt like he should have had a touchdown catch I thought my man Demeek should have caught that um, D pass in the left end zone by the heel um, Left corner of the end zone Calandra had 18 completions on 29 attempts 218 yards and a touchdown Also I think he had an interception At the end of the game Yeah that was, that was him that got tipped right and then GB had a uh, two completions, five yeah, five, oh, five attempts, one interception, fourteen yards. I tell you what, man, all our quarterbacks can move though. They could definitely move. Receiving, Jr. That's a grown man. Four receptions, eighty-seven yards, and a touchdown. My oh, man Malachi. They don't got Malachi stats up here. All right, man. The stats you am looking at, I ain't doing this no more. I give up. I know Malakar has some catches. He not up here. All right. I ain't doing stats no more. Defensively, McDonald did have 10 tackles. Lex Long had five tackles. Bracey had eight tackles. Gaffney, eight tackles. Simpson, six tackles. Let me shout out. Uh, Jay Gibson had a touchdown catch salute to him on that he would have had a uh, four catches 76 yards i I can't believe mycon name ain't up here anyway man let me get to it. this ain't gonna be a long episode every time you say this ain't gonna be a long episode it ends up being a long episode all right here's my breakdown from the game offensively for the blue team and that was calandria as the starting quarterback who should still be in high school right now, but he here, showing you his commitment. I tell you what, that joker got a lot of improvisation in his bag. He back there doing everything he can do to make sure he make a play for his team. And, uh, you know, defending a player like that has to make it hard because you can only tag him off. um, But he was balling out. 18 to 29, 218 and a touchdown. Like I said, he did throw a pick late, but his ability to extend plays with his legs is phenomenal, man. He made some, you know, some accurate throws. He threw a dime for a touchdown, threw two guys. That was a tight window out of a bunch set. They just ran like an angle, an uh, angle route, and I thought uh, Gip did a good job of pushing the DB out to give himself and the quarterback enough of a window to fit that in there for a touchdown. Um, But blue team, man, the thing about you guys, the reason why I feel like you lost this game, your red zone execution, either you stink. (laughs) I'm saying this joke. Either you stink or the white squad red zone defense was phenomenal. You guys got, like, inside the 10 so many times and had to settle for a field goal attempt or make because y'all missed some inside there too. We're going to talk about special teams. Y'all want special in a good sense. Um, y'all going to need some accommodations right now for the special teams. But y'all moved the ball very well. Like, 10 made plays, you know, Michael made plays on the outside. I felt like Mike Hollins was patient, exploded right when he needed to, ran behind his pads, was breaking tackles. Thought Xavier ran well for the blue squad. Um, just the overall backs. I think Cody was Cody on the blue yeah, Cody's on the blue squad too, if I'm not mistaken. Um and again, I didn't take notes, man. It's just I just enjoyed the game. It felt, it really felt good actually like not having to work a game and being a fan and just watching a game. But then I realized I got to do a breakdown. So I got to go back and watch film. But I didn't take like in-depth notes because unlike a lot of teams, this spring game was like the, the rosters were broken up evenly. It wasn't like team one got uh, the first offense and the second defense and then team two got The second defense and the first, I mean, yeah, the first offense and the second defense. I mean, the first defense and second offense. You know what I mean? It was a mixture of everything. Everything was mixed. It was a draft. So when it comes to evaluating what you saw yesterday, you basically had to look at individuals. So, excuse me, when you're looking at the offensive lines, you got a mixture You can't just say, all right, the white team had all the starters or the blue team had all the starters on defensive line. It was No, it was guys vying for position and guys that we feel like should be starting or guys that will return the starters. You get what I mean. So that's why when somebody asks me how do I feel about the spring game, I'm like, well, first of all, it's a true game. They mixed it up very well. So guys competed. So if you, don't, if you aren't privy to the cut-ups to where you can watch man-on-man end-zone copies, you're just going to see like the guys on the outside competing. And a lot of times the spring game is more what the outside guys do because you really can't touch the quarterback. And that's taking me to the quarterback situation that when you have mobile guys, this is what I want to tell defenders, which you're going to learn when you watch film with your defensive coaches. Bruh, you got to make me believe you can make that play. You just can't say, hey, if I could hit him, I would have been in this position. No, you get in the position first, and then you tag off. Like, Coach Walsh, when we had to tag off, like you got to be in very good tackling position, and you essentially make the offensive guy over-exaggerate of avoiding you. But you, you get in the football position, you shuffle, you, you, you get down like you're gonna fire your, shoot your gun, and then you tag them off. So I saw some guys yesterday running at quarterbacks like, oh, I would have made that. No, the hell you were not. Nah, bruh. That reaching and tapping them on the show, on the hip, that's not a tackle. That's not a tag off. You gotta overemphasize. Now, I ain't saying you go in there and you knock them off, but you, you, you really get in the way of that quarterback who's running. Like, I seen Bracey get Calandra in the backfield, and it was like, Yeah, you definitely won't get in Why? Because he made sure. He put both hands on him. He was like, Bruh, you better blow this whistle, or I'm dumping him. Ref, do your job. Because Lane Davis is a fast kid. Don't get me wrong. And like, we got to find ways to get that joke of the rock in open space. But his touchdown, I don't know. I ain't going to call the defender out, but I don't know what he was doing. You 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 better you can't be saying, oh, I assume that so-and-so. No, ain't no whistle blow Play through the whistle. That was a teaching point for that defender on his touchdown because Lane did what he was supposed to do. You run until you hear a whistle. And you sell that, nah, you wouldn't have made that play. But I'm looking at the defender like, what the hell is you doing, son? We doing up-downs now in the middle of the spring game. Brrr, up-downs. I don't like that effort. You know what they say about assuming? You know what the three first three letters in assuming spells. Don't don't make yourself look like that. That's the one thing I wanted to say to defenders when they got this. Oh, I would have made that if this was a real game. How? You ain't in position. How? 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 That's what Petty hawk Petty hawk, like ball hawk, would be like, yeah, I feel you, bro. It is a little hard because if you run around, and you hit that quarterback. They might rip into you. Like when, like when, um, um, who was it? Which quarterback was it? Somebody broke for a long. Ah, let me let me find out, Let me find her. Yeah, Brasha Grady did Brasha House. He he he. He took off on a long run, and he got to the sideline. I was telling Wally, I was like, that DB wanted to make sure he really got tagged because he pushed him out of bounds. I said, that DB lucky that he stayed on his feet because he really pushed him out of bounds and versus just like showing that he could tag him. Because lo and behold, man, our quarterbacks got some athleticism, but I'm looking at the defenders like, man, if y'all don't go up there and, and make sure that everybody knew you could make that play – because y'all might, some, like, look, again, this is Petty Hawk. Like, I'm trying to give you, like, the even breakdown. On one hand, Hawk want to be like, man, our quarterbacks that was out that thing running and gunning. Then Petty Hawk like, nah, these defenders out here just giving up. Talk about, oh, I would have tagged them. So I don't know how to feel about the long runs. I really don't. I really don't. I'm being honest with you. But then again, I'm looking at these defenders like, bruh, get in football position and make the play. Don't nobody care about the tag offs. All right, I spent like fifteen minutes on that rant right there with the tag offs. All right, guys, who jumped out to me? We already talked about Calandra AC. That little that little freshman man. I'm gonna tell you what, bro. Let me let me tell you something. First of all, Tony the starter right now. Okay, let me tell you something. AJ, salute to you. You a hell of a athlete. Two port, two port, sports star, great closer. But tell you something, bro. Fall camp, you got to uphill, you got to uphill fight. Cause I thought it was just Tony that you had to fight with. But when 10 started getting active, I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Cause you know, practice, a lot of things are, are controlled, right? But in a game type of situation and seeing some of the balls he was throwing and putting in tight windows and dropping it in there, you know, he still got to work on the long ball, you know. I mean, people drop touchdown passes. It it, it happens. And a couple ones, like the long pass you threw to Malachi, I felt like it, it hung in the air a little too much. But just like, so here's the thing. What, here's what's scary. Jay can do what he can do. And I think Jay is a little—I don't even know if Jay fast or not. But we know Jay got that 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 rocket arm. That. Whew. So when I saw him, well, we saw what Jay did when he came in versus Illinois. All right, so we know Jay could fit within this scheme. We we can all agree that like Jay could fit within the scheme. We saw when he came in versus Illinois, he made things happen. He could throw on time. It, it's you know, Tony right now, so like calm. Just his progression, like it's it's not a lot of effort. Like it just looked easy. And you know I've been just watching him all spring, and I only did one episode. And I'm just looking at him like, yo, this this Joker could play. I know he come from mom, and the people think the competition ain't saying. That joker could play. So it's going to be a fight this fall on who could be the starter. I'm just putting it out there. Tony nice. He really is, bro, because he processes information fast. He anticipates coverage. The throws he make, where he throws them, like low in the way, not setting his receivers up, dropping it in the bucket, back shoulders. Like he got all of that. And he got some athleticism to where he can run. Tony can run too. Now, he ain't running like Brennan was, like running people over. like. But Tony is a guy that he's not a statue in the pocket. You blitz an extra guy, he could get on this horse and get up out of there. So, I feel like the quarterback position, we fine. I really do. For as great as Brennan was, this didn't fit what Brennan skill set calls for. And it's not a knock on Brennan. And it's the same thing. Cause everybody keep asking me, like, if you compare what we have on offense compared to what we had last year on offense. Here's the thing: talent level is a drop off at receiver, because overall, what we had versus what we have now was together. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a drop off in talent because you got Wix is gone. God rest his soul. The Arab there isn't here anymore. Uh Keaton isn't here anymore. Billy Kemp isn't here anymore. So it's going to be a drop off on paper on talent. So stay with me. I'm saying on paper, but when you look at the unit and the buy-in, it's going to be better this year in that department because the canvas is different. It's, it's, a, it's a reverse now. So offensively, People said you was trash can juice and you need to fire the OC. You had all these drops. You couldn't score any points. So all you could do was go up. It was similar to when our defense, when Coach Rugg came in here. Defensively, it was trash can juice. Statistically, you ain't got nothing. You got some talent there, but all you could do was go is up. So this year, record setting, one of the best quarterbacks we ever had at UVA has gone to NC State. Now we got Tony here. I like Calandra. I like uh Jay. Like that is competitive, but right now we know Tony the to starter. And it's gonna be buy-in because Tony's new. And again, it's not a knock on Brennan, but we know if you've been it's like that boxer, right? If you known to be a slugger and you just in there like a tour guard, he got rest of soul, and you in there banging away with uh with Gotti, I told and then you get with Buddy McGirt, and he like, yo, you got a box, and you like, all right, we going I'm gonna teach you how to box, move your feet, cause I want you to prolong your career. And then you you, you get into the fight, and you you initially start boxing, you jabbing, you moving, and then somebody start countering you, and they moving, and you get hit in the mouth a couple of times, you may revert back to that muscle memory of, man, I'm gonna just start fighting, cause this is what I do. It's no different to act like that in football. You were successful doing it one way. You get a new scheme, it's like, I believe in it, but, damn, I was hella successful in that other scheme. So that's why I feel like, to me, when I saw this spring game, the, the tie everything up, because I know I'm getting along with it, when I watched the game yesterday, it was a different energy. And, it, and, and look, half of that is because we're dealing, we was dealing with the tragic deaths of our brothers and what happened to Mike and persevering and tragedy creates triumph. So you could feel that energy in there. But also, as I said in the earlier podcast, when the guys returned here, because they got the opportunity with the transfer portal, but when you made a decision to return here, the buy-in increased. Also, Coach Elliott admitted to having to tailor the way in which he coached the young man here at University of Virginia. He learned on the fly. He accepted responsibility in the things that he had to improve on as a coach and how he communicates and connects with his players. So seeing a man hold himself accountable and learning he has to change different things that he does as far as being the coach. To me, I always loved that. And I felt like Bronco did that too. And a lot of times, man, we want coaches to be transparent and then when they are transparent, we hate it that they transparent. We go, duh. It's like, no, all you guys being all these groups and and message boards and things like that. And you say something about a coach and this is what the coach need to do. And that ain't that, and he should do this. And then when the coach says, basically, you're right. And I do have to fix that. It's like that's held against them. That's why a lot of times you don't see folks admit when they're wrong because you got folks be like, well, well, duh, you ain't had no choice because it ain't working. Like, come on, man. Like, they're giving you that that moment that you want, that transparency, accountability. Defensively, man, I felt like um, some guys jumped. Like, I, it was fun seeing Bracy out there. I thought he played well. Trey McDonald, I thought he played well. You know, with, with guys not out there, he had the opportunity. Oh, before I get to the defense, man, did I already talk about Jack Creasy? You know he a legacy player, right? Y'all do know his daddy played here at UV. He's a legacy guy because I know we always want to point out legacy guy. And for the recruiting, make sure you continue to go out and get legacy. Like if somebody brother is in college, I mean, in, in high school and they do well, let's make sure we're recruiting them. you know? If they sons like, let's make sure we keep that legacy avenue open. He ran well. He's six foot two twenty four, and the thing I said here is the thing: he's not overly fast, overly quick twitch. But a lot of times, when you understand who you are, you play to that. And I really like how he ran the football, just downhill, Peyton Hillis style, one cut and go, not trying to do too much. Very patient, very good vision. And he just got you the yards that you needed. I will say a plus yesterday was when it was third and short. We was getting them. We was getting the yard. Okay, I still want to see us go on the center on the goal line though. That's just the old school bias. That's just the old like the old head of me. Like man, we getting the red zone man. Forget this old pistol type stuff. This inside zone read. No, let's get an eye formation. Can you imagine? You put our quarterback under center and you got Jack at fullback. And one of our backs, whether it's Mike Hollins, Xavier Brown, Cody Brown, uh, uh Buddy from Clemson, ah, uh, what's his name? Kobe. And you got Kobe back there, Kobe Pace. Come on, man. Because he's a threat running the football at fullback. Or you could do your little veer, you could do your little near far formation. Whatever any, you got two running threats, legit running threats back there. So that that I want to make sure I, I, I gave him his flowers, man, because he ran the football real well to where I'm like, yeah, he could be a, a a huge asset. You know what I'm saying? But defensively, man, I felt like besides like guys and their angles when the quarterback finally took off up the field. And I know it could be rough because you want to make sure you don't collide with the quarterback or hurt the quarterback. But you just got to show that you there in a ready stance to really make a play. Shuffle, get up right up in his face and tag him off, not just reaching stuff. Uh, but defensively, I know everybody was paying attention to the secondary, right? Y'all saw Cohen King playing corner because we were beat up uh, just in the secondary overall you know um Elijah Gage wasn't playing, you on the Sanker wasn't playing um who else didn't play in the secondary I think Cam played, right? I should have took notes. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know my man Chico on a D line won't play. I know for didn't play on the D-line yesterday. But I thought um, – I thought Mike could play well. Somebody had – who had to pick six? 3-7 had to pick six. That was nice at the end of the game. Um, Hurley, that was dope. Hey, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, if the coach tell you fall down when you got a, a pick like that, I'd be like, man, I'm going to score. <laughs> I wonder if they would try to tell him just to fall down and get the game over with. But like, man, you can't pass at that opportunity. That was clean, too. I forgot which D-lineman got his hands on the football. It was a good play by the defense. It was. But I thought it was a good showing yesterday, man. And I'm, and look, I'm not name dropping every player. But you know if you play well or not. It don't matter if you make my show and I say your name if you play Well. But guys that was playing out of position for need, uh, like Cohen King, I thought Cohen, you know, he held up well at, at corner because everybody was asking, like, man, why the hell is Cohen at corner? I was like, man, we need him out there. We we beat up. I thought he played well. Shout out to Malik Washington, man. Malik going to be a stud. He had a good return, a very good return yesterday. Um, he made some nice plays just reading the defense. I already told you guys I'm excited about him playing. Um, my man Langston Long. Was playing up in that box. Boy, you realize when you accounted for, it's different. Ain't the Langston. I mean, he he playing like Mike Willback, Like he up there in the box. If y'all don't ain't realize just that Langston was playing backer, he was really up there in the box. I'm laughing because I know in his head it was like, God day, these bullets fly really fast right here compared to coming down from safety when you ain't really accounted for and you could really tatow somebody. When you in that box, Oh, that radar on you. Them linemen pointing you out like, yep, three right there. We going to go get them. I know Langston was like, man, this is some BS right here. This is not practice. He made some play, but other time, boy, them linemen was up on him. He felt like how uh, Nick Jackson felt a couple years ago when them when linemen getting up second level to him real quick. He like, man, what in the hell? <laughs> I'm just laughing to myself. Cause I'm still looking. I'm still. I still got the film playing. And I'm just like, <laughs> yo. I could see his body language. Like, oh Lord, how he get right here. <laughs> shout out to you, man. You my dog. You know it's all love. Cause sometimes players will get sisters. Hey, shout out to uh, Ethan Davies too, man. I just saw him make a play. Shout out to Ethan, man. Special teams, we gotta we gotta do better, man. And I'm talking about. I ain't talking about the skin I'm talking about the players We gotta execute better man Hey Hey Will Come on man They trying to get you up out of here Will You feel me I need you to make your kicks bro Cause you know I love you man You representing Deshaun They trying to get you up out of here Will I ain't gonna let them do it man You know I put my cape on I protect you but Hey man My suit running out of bulletproof Kevlar I need you to make some more I need you to make your kicks man You know, what else I want to talk about while we here? That's all I got for y'all, man. That's thirty minutes, right? Hey man, I like what I saw overall. Them them boys competed. They was hitting. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Who I want to say something to? Hey yo, Aiden, let me. Hey, come take this walk with me, Aiden. Ryan, come in, man. One seven. I tell you one thing, dog. You be out there thumping. I mean, you be throwing your body around. Oh, my God. There's so many plays that he out there. God, that's all you hear when he coming down here. I'm going to need you to bring your bring. It's a little vulgar, young people. Bring your ass a little bit more, man. Make sure you finish because you out there hitting X on the controller, diving, tackling, and it's loud. Pow. But people don't be going down all the time. Make sure you wrap up, man. I ain't lying because you be coming down that thing 100 miles an hour. I mean, you be hitting. A lot of times it don't be mattering, though, because they still be going. Bring your butt, man. Bring them hips. Wrap up. Get them down. You feel me? Because you, you be out that thing. I want to see, see to my man TK, Tavon Kyle, man. I do want to say this. On JR's touchdown, the one thing I can tell you is make sure you clamp that top-field shoulder instantly. He instantly gave you he tried to get a three by five release, but he just went inside. You did a good job of being patient <clears throat> shuffling. But I felt like when you shuffle, you forgot that he's a big body receiver. You know, he, he's a big human being. He's six, four. You allow him to basically just box you out while he was running his post route. Like you were satisfied with your position versus this, versus flattening him out and taking them away from the, t- to the target to where they were throwing them to. I felt like you could have flattened him out a little more. I felt like if you would have really clamped that upfield shoulder more and flattened him out, you would have ended up becoming a receiver. Because Tony threw it in the bucket. And hindsight is 20, twenty twenty. You were still there when he caught the ball. You I mean, you still gotta finish the tackle. But I felt like it was an easy release. That that you wasn't you didn't put that much stress on him. And then JR is a strong dude too. So you know. I feel like JR did what you're supposed to do as a as a big receiver, just get inside and then use his body and his catch radius to allow him to make a play. And then what he did after the catch was all him. You know, he 220. JR gonna be hey, Jr. Hey, let me tell y'all something, man. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all remember 2019, nobody expect like uh Terrell Janet to jump out there. Like we knew what Hassis was capable of, but nobody expected Hasis to have the type of year that he had. I ain't saying they're gonna beat them too, but bruh, I I think this I think this group could carry on tradition. I really do. I really do. I think with Jr. with Micah, Malik working the middle of the field, got to find a way. You know, just to harness the Meeks, like speed and just find ways of just pockets of just. Using that to exploit the defense. And then I like what I saw with, with young Gibson from Georgia. That joker could, hey man, that joker could play. And then Wood with Wood straight too. Y'all know I'm a fan of uh, uh, Tennyson, man. The uh, minutes of guy like myself. And then Twitty wasn't out there. He still getting back in the mix. But like I said, man, this receiving group can be very good. Because when you're young, and I know this is a new scheme, this is the scheme that they take ownership of. There's no change with them, really, because this is the scheme that they start in and make their own and things of that nature. So they can have a breakout year, and I wouldn't be surprised. Jr. could play. Micah could play. Malik can play. It could be one of those And I know I might be a homer I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry But I wouldn't be surprised if J.R. Or or Like If between Micah I mean, Not Micah Malachi Or Jr. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them had a thousand yards this year I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised Malik Matter of fact I wouldn't be surprised if Malik had a thousand. So if I had to say, give one guy a thousand yards receiving, I would say, all right, Malik would probably get a thousand because he playing in the slot, right? That's what people assume. Oh, well, a slot, play, you know, so you give him that thousand yards. Because I, I go back to like the 2019 year, because that's when nobody, that was the year that the receivers like were really as a as a totality. Like that was the year it was like, boom, they be balling. Because you had Hasise, you had uh, Jana, you had Joe Reed. That's the three top dogs. But then, you know, Billy got you 35 catches also. But Hasise and Terrell, Hasise has 75 catches that year. Terrell Janna, who came on late that year, has 73 catches. And then, you know, Joe has 77 catches. So you see how they're all the same, but Hasise was that big play guy. So which guy would be Hasise? Will Malachi be Hasise? Or would JR. be his seat? Somebody got to get 1,000. So let's just say that, that Malik is Joe Reed then, that guy that just do all the other things. Because Joe had the most catches and the most touchdowns. He had 77 catches that year, 679, seven touchdowns. But, you know, we threw the bubble screens to him. We did all the little gadget stuff with Joe. Then you have Hasise who was just that man. And if you, because at first it's like, yo, Malachi's that man. But then JR been showing he a man too. They all got, I mean, Hassiz was his hands was different. I ain't, he do <laughs> was different. But to be compared to Hasise, that just show you like, and again, man, I ain't been on Homer. But them two, there's some big man eight and 17. Fields and Jr. them some big receivers, man. So who gonna be Janna? Who gonna be Hasees? Because Janna was patient, and y'all remember Janna, that UNC game? He was getting busy. He was destroying. I'm excited about this receiving core, man. I know a lot of had a lot of turnover from one eight to great leaving to go coach at Penn State. From the receivers that departed. And everybody was like, man, what we gonna do? It's like, woo, boy, look at this. I'm just saying. Running back room looked nice. I'm just saying. Quarterback wise, I know a lot of bullets ain't going on, but I'm just saying. Now, offensive line, I can't, I can't, like, I ain't an offensive line guru. I can't just, Give you who was the best five performing offense. I'm not doing that. That ain't no. Mm-mm, that's above my pay grade. You had to go get Ray Roberts and one of them greats to tell you that. But I know up <laughs> I'm just saying. But all you could do is go what well, right? Because how we was eh, last year on offense. I know everybody said like, oh, we can only get better. You are right. Defensively, we're gonna be looking at the two corners. I'm just saying they We lost two all ACC corners. Safety, I feel like (laughs) we got plenty of them. I ain't lying. We got plenty of safeties. Defensive line should be great. Top tier. I ain't lying. Defensive line, huh? Hunt, go eat, fellas. What? Linebackers, I like what I saw. The backers, A.Hern. Running her I mean a Hearn miss But we know a Hearn could do Bracy, I like Bracey And you know We already went over um, uh, What's his name Damn his name just slipped my mind that quick I just said him at the beginning Who was it Petty Hawk Trey McDonald Hey what's wrong with your brain The day uh Marathons got your brain going blank Hey man shut up That's why I don't have you talking that much but yeah, that's all I got for y'all, man. The spring spring game was was fun. Uh the white squad won the game pretty much eased. Like I said, I don't know if it was cause they were so great on um defense or if the blue team was just that bad on offense in the red zone. But the final score was thirty four to nineteen. White squad had a defensive touchdown. Um I will say this, Malik man, punt return. Poison, poison, poison. Get the heck out of the way. Tell everybody to get the heck out of the way because it was a muff, you know, air quotation, muff point because it hit one of the re- return team players and then it was recovery. But hey, great teacher to poison, poison, poison. Everybody get away. And you might have said it, but at least sell that the ball ain't coming to where it's coming to. Like run like runner opposite, away, you know, opposite way. But you had a great re- return on, on kickoff, though. That was dope. That was dope We might need to start And I'm gonna end the show Should we like Reserve Like Who wears what number here All right, I'm talking like we like A superpower but sometimes when I see Guys wearing certain numbers and I play With dudes who had that number and I'm like When I see somebody wearing that Number and I know y'all done thought that as a Fan but like, I was telling Malik, he wear four. I think it fits him because you had Olamide who had four, Smoke had four, you know, like the past couple of years. Like, Smoke, Olamide, then it went to Billy, and now he got it. I feel like he fits the mold because he's a playmaker. But all I'm going to say is this, because <laughs> I say this all the time with this number, and Bryce Perkins made it cool to wear offense now. When you get that number three, So Delaney got number three at quarterback. You better be Bryce Perkins. You better be special. And then Langston got three on defense. That means you got to be the captain or you got to be Quinn Blanding. Just think about that. The captain. All-American. Multiple times. (laughs) One of the best in college football history. And then Quinn Blanding one, two three, four, four, four time, four time all-American four over four hundred and what is it like four thirty five four hundred and thirty five tackles. God if I'm a def- and then I mean <laughs> AJ got number three was all ACC first team so yeah. L squared, you know that you picked the number that, yeah. So that's all I'm saying, bruh. That's it. I told Tony, you got number 11. You know who won number 11 playing quarterback? Aaron Brooks. He said Coach Lamb. I said, that's cool, but I'm talking about here. Shout out to Coach Lamb. Aaron Brooks won number 11 playing quarterback. You better go see what Aaron Brooks could do. You know what I'm saying? That's like if somebody playing running back and they get number six here or number 21 here or number 42 here, you playing, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying. Huh? Am I talking too much? Okay. I'm sorry. That's all I got for y'all, man. You know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you. You can't do what you set your mind out to do. Salute to everybody that's been with me from day one. If this is your first time, listen, make sure you subscribe on believe network salute to believe. Also, it's still available on iTunes, Spotify, and all your podcast platforms. Until next time, man, it's the Ballhawk Show. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.